This is our Fireside Stories, talking junk, telling stories about South Africa. Hey, babe. Hey, Zan. How you doing? <laughs> Good, thank you. Feels weird asking you how you're doing because I kind of know. But <laughs> maybe other people want to know how you're doing. You're a polite guy. I'm doing well, thank you, everybody. Good. How are you doing? I'm doing well, thanks. I'm not the one with the cold, so. Oh. It might be a few sniffles, but. Yeah, sorry that. It's okay, you deal with it well. Thank you. You're a human ox, basically. <laughs> it's because I've got grits because I come from Africa. Yeah. I was going to say the most beautiful human ox Aww. before you take that the wrong way. I uh, didn't take it the wrong way. Right, so we, we've talked before about um, where influence, a lot of influence for us came from, and I think I talk for a lot large portions of South Africa, obviously, maybe not others, but we got a lot of exposure to the outside world, the world beyond our town or our city or our country through movies, through music, um, but particularly movies. Um, Yeah, I thought tonight would be a good idea to talk about movies, particularly movies from the 90s, because I guess that's when we were... um, Growing up. Yeah, that's when we were growing up, coming into our own... um, things that happen in movies would likely to be talked about by our friends and our peers. Um, if you were lucky enough to have Mnet, you probably <laughs> had access to more new movies than the rest of us scholars who only had access to SABC 1, 2 and 3 and then later on ETV. And wait, even VHS back in the like... Are we going back to the 80s now, hey? Well, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty, sh- I'm pretty sure we probably only got VHS when I was ninety-seven or something like that. <laughs> yeah. The reason I say that is, I remember. I remember going to, I don't even remember what it was called. It wasn't, it wasn't Blockbuster. Yeah. But I remember going to. A video store because I knew you could rent VHS machines. From oh them. my word! And I had to. We had to know which ones to go to because they were kind of. Most people had them, so. There were only a few boneheads, like us, <laughs> who didn't have them. So, we basically relied on renting them. So, having a VHS for a birthday party was a big deal. It's like, instead of hiring a clown, we hired a VHS. VHS. <laughs> um, we had VHS. We had VHS. Yeah. But we were only allowed to watch a limited selection of The Sound of Music and mm. Oliver when your Mary Poppins. <laughs> what when your mom was when your mom was watching? I yeah, guess. back in back in the eighties. Although Clash mm. of the Titans, my dad let us watch, mm. which was Greek mythology, and my mom was horrified that my dad let us watch it. But mm. that I feel like was the most extreme we got. <laughs> mm. But anyway, that's that's old school. That's way old school. When you think back to the nineties, or you try and cast your Memory back to that very, very long time ago for you. Not that long time <laughs> ago for me. <laughs> what? We're only three months difference in age, just to mention. That's very generous rounding. It's significantly <laughs> more than that. Not significantly more. May, June, July, August. Four months. Your birthday is in April. Yes, and yours is on the 1st of September, and mine is at the end of April. May, June, July, August. 
Yeah, Thanks so you said much. three, so that, that, that was... Four months. Anyways. <laughs> when you think 90s yes. movies, what's the first movie that comes to mind? It's probably, mine and yours is probably nearly the same. Okay, 100% Home Alone. Yeah. You too. Yes. <laughs> Macaulay Culkin, Home Alone. Like, I feel like that's the quintessential 90s movie. Mm. Do, you, do you remember when it came out? I can't remember. I can't remember, and I don't know. I'm pretty sure, as we've already gathered, being a little bit backwards in terms of recency, things being recent or new, I'm pretty sure we didn't watch it for a little while, for a few years. But yeah, I would have been, I would have been that kid that everyone else is talking about the latest movie, and I never saw it <laughs> until like three years later. Like, guys, guys, I watched Home Alone. They're like. Oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> we watched that three years ago. I'm sure I watched it at the movies, but I totally could have made that up. I can't remember. But, I mean, even now with our own family, what's the Christmas movie, the first Christmas movie we watch every year? Home Alone. Home Alone. And it feels like a point here as well. We've watched the others, the sequel, the sequels, and they yes. love Home Alone 1. Home Alone 1, I feel like they get the... How iconic the movie was, or at least maybe yeah. they sense the same sort of whoa that we did when we first saw it. Like, he's like the MacGyver of children. He's yeah, just yeah, so they cool. love it. I do feel that our experience of movies is going to be quite different to those of our children. Yes, in the sense that although we probably have memories of quite a large number of movies, relatively speaking, yes, there was there was still kind of a treat oh yeah they yeah. weren't it wasn't the world of streaming where you have yeah 10 to the power of nine movies on netflix <laughs> yeah, that's true um and i guess also culturally we would spend a lot more time outdoors yeah um the thing that i do think will be similar and one of the reasons i love thinking about like childhood movies or movies of the 90s is that they locate you in this particular context in time so mm. when you think of home alone it like nostalgically takes you back to this you know being whatever 10 years old um and i feel like they they are iconic movies in their life frozen being one of them <laughs> that yeah. will take them back to being like seven years old mm. Um, so although they do have this surplus of movies, um, mm. there are specific ones that I think they will mm. think back when they're older and be like, oh yeah, I remember where we watched that, when we watched it, um, wearing frozen dresses, singing the song literally all day, every day, you know, and I guess the Disney movies are kind of like that for us. Definitely. And I think it's also, for me, it's almost less about the time but something about those movies and obviously as you're growing up you're maybe more sensitive to some of these things but something about the movies really stirred you or shocked you or awed you or whatever it is um so in the case of home alone that's that scene when one of the wet bandits steps on that nail oh yeah oh or the bit or the bit where um Mom, Dad, come get me. 
I'm eating junk and watching. Oh yeah, yeah, that that to me is like the nineties. That's exactly what you would do. Okay, maybe not the nineties, but if your parents were away, oh my word, that's exactly what you would do. For sure, but that's that scene where snakes gets blown away with the Tommy gun. Oh yeah. Even her kids are like, "Whoa, like, what is this?" Because <laughs> yeah. your parents worked quite hard to guard you against things like violence and in the media. And this was also back in a time when the rules around, or at least the restrictions around violence, it was normally yeah. post 7 p.m., those kinds of things, yeah. you know. So, yeah, there's like shocking moments. Do you have a favorite part in the movie? Home Alone? Yeah. My favorite bit is obviously when the wet bandits come yeah. into the house. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think if you had to say... The best, the best prank that he pulls on them. Oh. Um, I did, I did, I don't know why, but I really liked the one where the dude got smashed in the face with the iron. Of course you did. <laughs> you love it. With a hot iron. Yeah. Do you know what I really liked? You know when uh, the wet bandits are canvassing the neighborhood mm-hmm. and he susses that out. And so he does those cardboard cutouts. Mm, with Michael Jordan. Yes. Mm. Oh my word. I love that. So great. On a train track. And I've watched the movies that made us on Netflix. Nobody had high hopes for Home Alone. And it absolutely smashed it. Which is always a cool story. And it's still smashing it. It's yeah. almost like the quintessential Christmas movie. Although having said that, and this really pissed me off. <laughs> yeah. I had an office quiz one time near, to, near Christmas time. And it was... Name a Christmas movie. And the first movie that comes to my mouth is Home Alone. Yeah. And they're like, bah, bah. and I'm like, excuse me, that is the Christmas movie. Oh, it might Lord. not be Miracle on 33rd Street or whatever <laughs> other stupid piece of junk. Oh, movie. English people. But I guess that's testament to the fact that in South Africa, um, the popular culture, especially in the 90s, was largely American mm. in terms of the movies we watched. Although we were a colony, mm. right? So with these core English influences, the popular culture was like basketball, mm. you know, American movies, etc., mm-hmm. etc. Et okay, so do you have, we've got Home Alone. What is, I can think of a, another movie, in fact, mm-hmm. that was also 90s, like 100% when mm-hmm. I think of the 90s. You go, though. You choose one first this time. Well, the next thing that comes to mind is a cup of water on a dashboard and it's rippling. Oh, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> you set the scene. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, I remember here, I remember reading the story. I think I read it. Yeah. About how they did that. So they, apparently they did that with a guitar string. So oh. I think they strung like a guitar string somewhere under the chassis or whatever. Yeah. And then they would you know, flick it and no way. the vibrations caused. This is what I read. Maybe I read it no, on some conspiracy cool. website, but um, I feel like that moment, that moment we're in, because you kind of knew it was coming. Yeah. They're in a park with dinosaurs. You knew something <laughs> yeah. was going to happen. Yeah. And I think that was, was that post the goat being eaten? It might have been, uh, uh, maybe not. I can't remember. It might have been, I can't remember, but there's that scene where the ghost yes. gets 
comes up out of the ground, I think it does, for the T-Rex to eat. Yes. And then the water starts to vibrate. Oh. And I remember feeling it's like, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, Jurassic Park, what a best. So can I tell you my little Jurassic Park story that you know, but um, for everybody else, when I was in Standard 4, my school used to do this school flea market where we were all, we got split into groups or we chose our groups. We were given money by the school and our parents matched. It was like 50 Rand. Our parents gave us 50 Rand and we had to come up with a business plan and, you know, buy product products, make products, whatever, and sell them at this flea market, right? So, funnily, I remember my best friend Winston and I were in a group and somebody else, I can't remember who it was. Someone important, clearly. Well, they were important because their contribution made us all the money. But this person's parents uh, had a connection at Stir Kinnicor, right? So when Jurassic Park came out, I don't know if you remember this. I actually didn't see it at the movie. So, but um, it had, when you went to watch it, you would get a Jurassic Park bottle with coke in, I think, and a popcorn, right? But the Jurassic Park bottle was a plastic one, mm-hmm. and it had, like, the red and, like the red thing with the black silhouette. Do you remember that? I don't know if you know. I feel like I remember a slightly different one. It was almost yeah. like a, almost like one of those cups with a screw-on cap. Yes, and it was a that. Clear, the lid. a clear yes, straw exactly. with a little top on it. Yeah, yeah, it was that, 100% that. So, this person, who I don't remember who it was, <laughs> in our group... Managed to source these Jurassic Park bottles, but um, literally when the movie came out. So this was like massive commodity and like street cred coolness on the playground. So anyway, we have this school fair and we sold fudge and we made shirts and we sold something else and we had these Jurassic Park bottles. And I remember <laughs> a couple of kids came to buy them and obviously, they walked around the playground holding these things. And I kid you not, there was a swarm of children at our stall. I feel like we sold them for four rand fifty, maybe. And they were gone in like, oh my word, like so quickly. And um, our stall ended up making the most money on the day. We didn't make the most profits on the day because we had to pay back. Part of the business plan was having to pay, pay back money that you had. You had to pay the school back, your parents back, and then any, whatever. Um, so we didn't make the most profits on the day, but we made, and it was largely because of those Jurassic Park bottles. And your friend who you cannot remember. I can't remember, yeah. Or maybe not friend. I don't, I don't even know. Anyway, the fudge did well, though. You know, South Africans love some fudge. Friend, if you are listening to this, will you come forward and remind yeah. Andrea of <laughs> who you are? Who you are? I asked Winsome, in fact. I asked Winsome if she remembered who it was, and she also can't remember. Good. Phantom friend. You are like the perfect businesswoman. <laughs> Just be like, don't care about the people. Just but make the money. Money. I'm actually the worst business person. Just for everyone's information, but yes. So weren't the bottles given to you? Or did you have to I don't, pay for I'm them? sure we, I mean, I can't remember, you know. Because 4 rand 50 for a plastic bottle is yeah, quite a lot. Maybe we had to pay like 2 rand for them or something. Okay. Just on principle. Hmm. You know. Or others were very generous with their margins. Yeah. Beside the point. <laughs> I can't remember, yeah. Jurassic Park. Hmm. Okay, so we've got number one, number two. 
It feels we're pretty aligned on that. Okay. It feels like we're missing a big part of 90s, which was the the wonderful works of the Walt Disney gang. Yeah. So, I mean, this is maybe... So, 19... I know The Little Mermaid came out in 1988, right? That's the first Disney movie I remember watching at the movies. You watched it at the movies? Yes. Do you know my... So, when I was in grade one, there was a family that was quite well known in the suburb I lived. (laughs) Um, And one of the daughters in the family was called Kim, and she was in Standard 5. And my mom taught her sisters at Jeppy. Anyway, Kim through knowing my mom and our family, knowing her family, kind of like, you know how like when you're in primary school, the standard five prefects kind of take the little grade ones under their wing. Anyway, Kim took me to see The Little Mermaid at the movies at Eastgate. Um, And I was like completely, it might have even been the first movie I saw out of cinema. Hmm. I can't remember any seeing any movies before that. So I was five or six. I don't know when it came out in the wow. movies. Yeah. And I was like completely blown away. It's always been my favorite Disney movie. Hmm. You know, when you say, and I realized that this is a little off piece given where we're trying to go. But when you said first move, first movie you remember watching at the movies. Yeah. I have a memory of watching All Dogs Go to Heaven with my nonna. She took me to oh. the movies. Obviously, that's very sad. That's a sad one, yeah. Hmm. But I don't know if I remember watching other movies before that at the cinema. The Land Before Time. Oh, my word. I definitely watched that at the cinema. It might have even been with Kim as well. Land Before Time, I watched at school. Again, everyone cried. And oh. I remember because the dude in my class farted. <laughs> of course he did. <laughs> so those are the two things I remember. Everyone crying. And Darian Brown farting. <laughs> so Disney movies. Yeah. Little Mermaid was an 80s movie. Yeah, exactly. Knowing, so that means I probably watched it in 95. <laughs> yeah. Um, Aladdin. Aladdin was a big one. I remember our standard five end of year song was A Whole New World, which was hilarious because I remember the poor boys. It was in such a high key. Perfect for the boys in Standard oh, 5. Oh, dude. It was so bad. Anyway, we had to learn and sing that whole song. But, I mean, the big thing about Aladdin was, of course, the genie and Robin Williams. Mm. That um, was great. Yeah. And I guess the Lion King. Lion King. You know, almost forgot about Aladdin. Not that I didn't like it. I did I did like it. But I thought immediately Little Mermaid. Yeah. In part because my sister loved it so much that... <laughs> I think we've we watched it as many times as our children have watched Frozen, which is four thousand. <laughs> Literally. And Lion King. Yes. I remember watching Lion King at a friend's house when you know, the parents get together, the kids don't give a crap what the parents are doing. <laughs> they yeah. go do something else. Um and I think it might have just been on the T V or they had it on da 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 VHS. I don't think <laughs> yeah. they did. Anyways, I remember watching it and crying, especially when Mufasa dies. You're like, Ooh. oh no! And when then he sees later when Simba sees Mufasa in the clouds. Mm. You know that bit. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I, I feel. Yeah, it, it seems weird that. The things I remember are that they made me really sad. 
Yeah. Or shocked. I mean, it makes sense though. So, if I think about another movie that shocked me. Yeah. We've talked about this movie in previous conversations. Yes. The Golden Child. <laughs> yeah. I had no idea what that was until you told me about it. I mean, I was pretty oblivious to a lot of lots of these things. Quite often the things that I was exposed to would have been through friends who had older brothers yeah. or whatever, or friends who had Mnet or <laughs> yeah. those sorts of things. Um, and when you were younger, it was almost like street cred to watch movies that were outside of your age restrictions. That was, like, yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, Ooh, we watched a 2 to 13. You remember yeah. when it was 2 to 13 yeah. or whatever it was? Yeah. Because before 2, it didn't matter what you watched, apparently. Um, <laughs> yeah. So... Two to thirteen, yes. and I must have been I don't know eight or something like that, watching it at Ryan Fumbleyon's house, and there's this there's the scene where the bad guy turns into this gargoyle, and you know when we sometimes watch a movie that we don't quite gauge correctly, and you can almost see our kids are terrified. Yeah, I, f- I felt a bit like that, and this it plagued me a little bit. But then you watch it as an adult and you're like, this movie is really funny. <laughs> I mean, like, Eddie Murphy. Yeah. You know, it's going to be like... Yeah. I want the knife. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that was that was really memorable. Were, um, what were the other movies? Beverly Hills Cop. Beverly Hills Cop, but I didn't watch that oh, I don't think until I later. Again, probably like something on ETV. Yeah. 20 years Those after it came though. out. Eddie Murphy's a legend. Eddie Murphy's a legend. Um, but he was one of those actors where adults were like, Meh, he's got such a filthy mouth. He's always swearing. <laughs> he sounded just like your mom there. And my mom. Yeah. Our collective mothers. Yeah. He's got such a filthy mouth. It's like, yes. But it's funny. Okay, so speaking about like age-restricted movies, mm-hmm. I remember in Standard 5, it was my friend Corin King, her birthday party, and she was awesome. She had a cool family... Her parents let her usually do stuff that none of our parents would do. But you know those those parents that are like friend parents, like mm-hmm. good parents, but also friend parents. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so on her birthday, she had a sleepover, which was like what all the parties were, like in Standard 5 for the girls, sleepovers. We loved it. Um, and the movie we watched was Body Snatchers, from the word. And I was like, my mom would kill me. If she knew I was watching this. So I had this like, I was like, okay, I'm going to just, I don't want to be lame and be like, oh, my mom would let me watch this. But I also feel really bad. So I'm just going to w- pretend I'm watching, but actually not watch. Um, But of course, I had to watch. <laughs> it was body snatches and you can't not want to know what happens. So I remember spending half the time hiding my face. Not because I didn't, like I was scared. More because I was going to, I felt really bad. And that I was going to be in trouble. But also like desperate to see what happened. That was probably the first horror movie. I remember watching. As a kid. Mm. First horror movie. Yeah. I don't think I've. Well, I don't clearly think mine really... was Golden Child. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man. And then. Okay. So horror movies in the 90s. Obviously we have Scream. All those yeah. like teen flick. What do you call them? Slasher flicks. Whatever. Scream and I know what you did last summer mm-hmm. and Urban Legend, there were there more but I can't think. 
I nearly said Jeepers Creepers, but that was either uh, very late 90s. Yeah, or maybe noughties. Noughties, yeah. So we have the horror flicks of the 90s, and then there were always the movies back in primary school that kids talked about. Mm-hmm. Like, remember when you said that all the cool kids watched over yeah. age movies or whatever? So obviously Basic Instinct, mm. right? Which obviously, we didn't watch. <laughs> no, I, I didn't watch this. It's a, a big deal amongst some of the, obviously the cooler boys. They're like, whoa, Basic Instinct. There's this thing with Sharon Stone. They're like, oh, that sounds pretty cool, but whatever. That's, I kind of didn't get the hype. Maybe, maybe it was because I was underdeveloped and not that yet overly, overly obsessed with <laughs> the opposite sex and seeing their genitalia. Yeah. Um, but I do remember it being a big deal. It was like this, it was this myth or this, um, I don't know, this, this magical thing that you had to attain was to see this scene from Basic Instinct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In my head, I was just like, nah, never going to see it. And I never have. I've never watched Basic Instinct. I think I've watched it. But obviously, it's after... It doesn't have the same impact <laughs> 20 years on as it did. Mm. Uh, well, did you watch the whole movie just to see that scene and see what the big deal I think was about? I, yeah, I think... Well, not. I just watched it to see what the big deal was about in general. Mm. I remember... My grandmother, my nonna, so my dad's mom, taking us to the video store. She had VHS. Um, <laughs> it was myself and my sister, and she would let each of us choose a movie. I have no clue what my sister chose. I can't remember, because I didn't think I cared. Yeah. Um, I remember walking around and seeing... I didn't have a particular movie in mind. I mean, you know me. I like to wander around and look yeah. at my options. <laughs> yeah. But when I saw the cover for Terminator 2, I kind of thought, I'll just try my luck. Maybe she's cool. And I was like, can we watch this one? And at first, she was like, let's have a look around and see what else there is. But eventually we came back to and she's like, okay, I'll watch this with you. Um, again, you're like, whoa, what is this? Um and there's a scene in this scene in the beginning where Arnold Schwarzenegger is, I think he's like behind like a big semi truck or something like that, and that's when he's got no clothes on. And I remember my my nonna saying, "She's like, she's like the human body is really quite beautiful." And I was like, "Duh, it's Arnold Schwarzenegger! Like, look at him. <laughs> he's like some sort of Mister Universe, yeah, Mister Universe, yeah. some sort of Greek god." <laughs> and obviously, when I at that time I didn't think in those terms but um i think she was trying to knowing the type of exposure that i would have had prior to that i think she was trying to like put me at ease yeah the thing of oh are my parents going to be uncomfortable with the fact that nona let me watch a movie that's got a naked man in it um but also make sure that i don't go Back home, say, hey, mom, dad, I watched a movie with a naked man in Little Luna. And they were like, what did you watch? Um, so I remember yeah. that. And then also those scenes where it's, um, is it T2000? Is he the baddie? I don't know, but I know who the baddie is. You know, know the, the dude that okay, like, yeah. looks like he's made out of mercury. Yeah. 
And there's that scene where he makes like that knife hand and goes through the dude's yes. mouth and or the milk carton and through his face. I don't. I I think that might have been the point where we stopped watching. <laughs> She's like a bit I don't violent. Know if, uh, yeah, I don't know if we watched all yeah. of it. Um, but yeah, I remember that. Do you have any other? Oh wait, can I just say one other one? Go on. Also at a friend's house, as you say, it wasn't a sleepover, but it was a birthday party with. You know, one of the cool the cool dudes whose families let them watch movies. Like yes. That. So yes. I think it was Bird on a Wire, which I think has got Goldie Horn in it. Anyways, I saw zero of the movie because it meant that everyone else was watching the movie and that meant no one was eating the sweets. <laughs> oh, my word. That would have been me. So Brilliant. I think like you, I was a little bit of a responsible child. Yeah. And I didn't really want to watch this movie, which I think might have been... Quite high, highly age restricted. This is when I was in primary school. Jeepers. I've never seen that, you know. I've never seen it either because I was <laughs> you eating, were eating all the sweets. sweets. Um, yeah. Okay, so Independence Day. Hmm. Right, Will Smith. Will Smith was huge in the 90s. There was like Men in Black. Following, obviously, obviously Fresh following Prince. Fresh Prince, yeah. which was Ledge. And then Independence Day was one of his biggest, most epic movies. <laughs> And I feel like Independence Day, at least for that era, yeah, again, hugely plausible alien movie. Okay, when you when say, say hugely plausible, what I mean, what I, what I mean by that is, what I mean by that is the way that the story was done felt plausible. Yeah, there was the the effects were of a quality where it, oh, it felt legitimate. Yeah, it didn't yeah. feel like Someone had, you know, just painted a large grey disc and gone... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the effects you know, were like great, yeah. The scene where it starts coming through the atmosphere. Yeah, yeah. That's what I mean by plausible, obviously. Not plausible, but... Yeah, yeah, Believable because it was done really well. Really well, well yeah. Yeah, that was so good. Hmm. Again, I don't remember when I watched that. I remember my younger cousin going with his dad. I'm pretty sure he was going with his dad to watch Independence Day. I had no clue what this was about. We went to, we had gone to lunch and he popped up. He's like, I'm going with my dad to watch Independence Day. <laughs> His voice might not have been that high. I don't think he was four, but I had no clue what this was. I was like, okay, cool. Um, needless to say, I probably only watched it like three or four years later, but yeah, it was a great movie. And then I guess we're moving into the latter 90s a little bit, but... Mm-hmm. One of the movies I watched in the 90s, and I don't know, and I think it was, <coughs> pardon me, I think it was only released in the early 90s, but was um, Silence of the Lambs, but uh, my mom, so I was in high school, and my stepdad really liked the movie, and I was like, okay, I'm going to read the book, so I read the book, and then I read all the books, because um, there's four, I think. I can't remember if, they were, if Hannibal was released yet. Anyway, and I was like, oh my word, these are the best things I've ever read. And then I was allowed to watch the movie, but my mom didn't want me to watch it. But I'm like, I've read the book. I mean, you might as well let me watch the movie. And she didn't. I mean, it's just too epic for words. Mm. Hannibal Lecter is <laughs> just brilliant. But um, so when I, when I think about 90s movies, I always think about that. But what about like American History X? Was Ooh. that 90s? Yeah. I think so. Fight Club. That was 1999, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Fight Club, I remember. But 
I'm pretty sure I watched these all of these movies either very late in the 90s or early in the 90s. Yeah, so not actually in the 90s. But Fight Club, I really loved. Fight Club was... I mean, that is just... Insane. Again, one of those movies where I feel like the sensation is that of your brain imploding yeah. a little bit. And that's the thing that you kind of remember a little bit like Seven. Seven was shocking. Yeah. And obviously Brad Pitt was like the poster boy of nine, the 90s. Mm. Yeah. And he had done a mix of... Obviously, the more romantic type roles. Yeah. Where, for the swooning ladies. <laughs> but then also other cool movies. I mean, obviously, he's a great actor. He's great, yeah. He really is. Hmm. Okay, and if we're talking poster boys of the 90s... <laughs> no, wait. Keanu Reeves. get Stop rolling your eyes because Keanu Reeves was in Speed. That was hmm. huge, man. Sandra Bullock, even. Speed was huge. Poster girl of the 90s. I don't know if she was the poster girl of the 90s. Pamela Anderson was the poster girl of the 90s. But that was... Baywatch. Again. Side That track. was on... Mnet. Mnet. So, never watched it. No, I didn't have Mnet either. Again, it was like, ooh, Pamela Anderson's in barbed wire. Like, Okay, you totally had Pamela Anderson on your wall in your bedroom. Yes, but I never watched Baywatch. It's probably <laughs> the one time my mom got a U magazine <laughs> and it had... I so, had a picture of her somewhere. It's like, oh, a lady. Let's put on my wall. <laughs> All my other friends have... My cousins had pictures of, like... Well, friends had pictures of ladies. And just like... Come on. I mean... I didn't go looking for it. It's not like I <laughs> yeah. went out and bought a specific Pamela and But you make it dish. sound like you were like, oh, a lady. I've never thought about this before. No. But... <laughs> again, it would have been... If I had, if I, if you had asked me, if I had to have chosen, I would have yes. definitely chosen the brunette lady from Baywatch. Oh, okay. But who was the brunette lady in Baywatch? I don't, know, I don't remember her name. But I know that there was a blonde one, Pamela <laughs> Anderson, and a brunette one, okay. other lady. Yeah. But I obviously yeah. didn't have a picture of her. That yeah, yeah. So like, you were like, she's Dad, like... could you print me a picture of the brunette lady <laughs> from Baywatch? <laughs> Okay, son. I like your voices tonight. That's a very good your dad voice. Okay, son. <laughs> just just to enhance the fact that it's fantasy. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, so... Speed was great. Yes, speed was great. Speed was good. Um, Die Hard. Die Hard was cool. I think... Again, I'm pretty sure I only watched Die Hard yeah. late 90s. I think you and I watched Die Hard together, man. Probably. We definitely watched Outbreak together. Did we? Yes. We had Outbreak recorded. Yes, that's why I watched it. Because it was <laughs> at we your had house. A VHS. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Outbreak was awesome. Well, Outbreak was, I guess, one of those dystopian stories, yes. much like Deep Impact. Armageddon. Or Armageddon. I feel like Armageddon's not even. If, if people ask what happened in Armageddon, no one knows, but. Immediately, they're going to sing Aerosmith. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Uh-huh. Ben Affleck, Liv Tyler, Aerosmith. Yeah. I still <laughs> think it's just Aerosmith. But yeah. Okay. I do feel like some movies are defined almost entirely by their soundtrack. Yes. Can you think of one? Immediately wanted to say Resident Evil, but that's... We're going into the noughties, so... Yeah, that is a that is good, though. The Matrix had a pretty good soundtrack. 
Yes. That had the Rammstein did. song in it. I think that was our first exposure to Rammstein. Yeah. What is this awesomeness? Yeah. It's like, what is he saying? Du hast. Yeah. <laughs> cool. This is really cool. And then they appeared again in Triple X, Fast and the Furious. Bang, bang. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm sure they're actually in quite a few movies. Yeah. Very good. Anyways, that's beside the point. But Matrix was epic. Matrix. I don't think I saw it in 1999, I'm guessing. I think, you know what, I think we did. Did we? Because, do you remember it was, it was a big deal amongst our youth group. And there was a lot of talk about, like the paradigm for life, I guess. Yes. That the Matrix represented. Yes. Yes. I definitely remember some people talking about it to the point where you're like, okay, just, I really like the Matrix, but. I remember you doing this thing where sometimes with you, when something becomes too hyped or too popular, you feel like you need to be subversive in principle and be like, I won't watch that because everybody's watching it. I think you are rolling at me, are you? <laughs> no bait. I'm not rising to any of that bait. Okay. Okay, anyway, Matrix is great. Another movie that people talked about that we didn't watch was It. Yes. Yes, I remember... To be fair, the way my friends described it, I was almost like, thank goodness I never watched this movie. <laughs> Sounds horrendous. Yeah. As in... Now everyone in my class is scared of clowns. <laughs> not that clowns are something we encountered all that often, because no, it's not like didn't. carnivals came to yeah. town. You know? <laughs> yeah. So, but still, just like, nah. Like, no thanks. thanks. No, this I'm scarred from the golden child. I don't want to watch it as well. <laughs> we have since watched it, and the new one, because we're big Stephen King fans, eh? Pet Cemetery, actually. Oh. That was talked about a lot. Yeah, we didn't watch it, but I remember that also being talked about loads. What about... The never-ending story. Oh, the never-ending story. <laughs> that... I do I do feel like I have this memory of really getting lost in that movie. Yeah, it's great. And you know what? I think I might have watched that movie at my Nona's as well. Wow. Nona's becoming like the cool... I can't remember, so that might be unfair. It might, I don't think it was at my other grands, at my maternal grands. I house. highly doubt that. Um... But I definitely watched it. I'm pretty sure I watched it more than once. Yeah. But, again, quite emotional. The scenes that I remember from that are, and we've talked about this before, when Artex <laughs> gets lost in that sinking sand. Yeah. And then um, the other scene where, I can't remember, is it is it a Treyu? Yeah. Or the boy? Who's walking under those like sphinxes? Yes, that shoot the red out their eyes, yeah. and he has to be pure of heart to yes. pass or whatever. Yeah, that that scene. Yeah. Um, and obviously, like the luck dragon was a bit weird. Luck dragon? Is that? Yeah, he is that. Well, as you know, the never ending story comes up quite a lot in my writing. Oh. <laughs> mm. uh. Cause is that because your stories never end? Yes, that is true. <laughs> it's very def- funny. You definitely don't stop telling them. Oh, no. 